Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Outlook at XM.com. Next week, the U.S. non-farm payrolls report will be the highlight, as all eyes are on the size of the Fed's next rate hike, as well as inflation data in the euro area and the OPEC Plus decision. I'm Maria Pashurvis, and joining me to discuss all this is lead investment analyst Rafi Boyachian. So Rafi, last month's non-farm payrolls report was unexpectedly hot. What are we expecting this month? And do you think the data is likely to change anything for the U.S. dollar? Well, that is right, Maria. We did get a very hot uh, jobs report last time. Uh, it was a lot stronger than expected. Um, we are expecting a bit of a moderation for the month of August. Uh, so uh, NFP is expected to um, give us a print of 290,000 uh, jobs compared to 528,000 jobs uh, last time. Um, but um, it's questionable how much of an impact this jobs report will have on the Fed decision. Uh, of course, they meet in mid-September um, because, uh, you know, even if we get a slight miss uh, or a slightly stronger one, as far as the Fed is concerned, the labor market is very hot. So I think there would have to be a very big miss or a very big beat uh, to change uh, the, you know, how the Fed views the labor market right now uh, in the United States. Um, of course, are the other numbers like the wage growth um, and the jobless rates, those will be uh, important too. Uh, but I think we know pretty much that uh, despite uh, some signs of a slowdown in hiring, the labor market is still pretty much in good shape in, uh, in America right now. Um, and of course, you know, when you've got a tight labor market, uh, even a small increase in jobs, uh, that, that, that still means that the labor market is getting even tighter. Uh, so as far as the Fed is concerned, um, they don't have anything to worry about the jobs market. Uh, and I think the big priority for policymakers uh, is, of course, uh, is going to be on the next uh, CPI report. Uh, and as far as the dollar is concerned, yeah, I think investors will probably be paying. Uh, I'm, I'm sure we're going to get some knee-jerk reaction, especially if there are a few surprises overall. Though I think what Fed policymakers say uh, in the coming days uh, and, of course, in the run-up to the next CPI report, which uh, is, of course, on the same day as the Fed's starts its next uh, two-day policy meeting, those uh, will uh, matter more. Uh, so um, the, the main thing for the dollar right now uh, is what happens to those recession fears uh, globally because, um, you know, it's those fears that are actually keeping the dollar supported right now, uh, even when, say, we get some slight misses in U.S. data. Moving over to Europe now, the energy crisis just keeps getting worse. And inflation hit a record high of 8.9% year-on-year in July. On Wednesday, we'll get flash estimates for August. Should we expect a higher number? And how might the euro be affected? Well, uh, I think, well, the forecasts certainly are predicting a slightly higher number. So the consensus estimates is for uh, inflation to rise by 9% uh, in, in uh, August uh, flash uh, reading. Um, but we, it's possible we could get a you know a slightly weaker number like we did in the United States because of uh, you know the drop we're seeing in petrol prices right now on the back of the uh, pullback in oil prices. Uh, so even though it's possible that we might see uh, the price pressures ease a little bit uh, in the short run, uh, so maybe we might see a 
and this potentially in August and maybe next month, but after that, uh, I think uh, we're going to see further increases in uh, inflation in the euro area because of those uh, increases uh, in uh, gas prices. Uh, they just the gas futures, the European gas futures hit a, a record high uh, in the past week. They keep surging because of concerns about supply from Russia. Uh, of course, the drought across Europe has made things worse because it's increased reliance uh, on um, gas uh, because of making it because of a difficulty in transporting some other types of fuel uh, via uh, the, the major rivers uh, in Europe. Uh, so, uh, and, and on top of that, of course, we've got. Uh, an unscheduled maintenance coming up at the end of August uh, for the Nord Stream uh, pipeline um, and you know that of course uh, every time that happens it raises fresh uncertainty uh, will Russia turn the taps back on once the maintenance is completed uh, will they come up with some kind of an excuse to further reduce uh, gas flows through the pipeline so all of that is making investors nervous and that's why the euro uh, is uh, remains under pressure it has fallen below parity uh, so I doubt um, anything, uh, as far as the data is concerned, will do anything to help the euro uh, to get back above parity. Uh, I think the, the focus will be on what happens to the maintenance of the pipeline and uh, whether or not um, gas flows will resume once the maintenance is completed. Right. Turning to OPEC now, members of the alliance are not happy about the recent fall in oil prices. Do you think an output cut is on the horizon? Well, they seem to be talking about it, at least uh, that's the impression they're, uh, they're, they're giving us. Um, and uh, it's quite a turnaround. Only at the last meeting, they were discussing uh, cutting out, uh, raising output, and now they may potentially discuss cutting output. Uh, but even if uh, the discussion does head towards that way, uh, it's doubtful whether they're going to reach a decision uh, very quickly. I think that this is more of a warning shot for the markets uh, that the, the, the drop in oil prices that we've seen over the last few weeks has gone a bit too far because it doesn't uh, reflect fundamentals. Uh, so the lower oil prices, it's all on the back of, you know, fears about recession, uh, which have been exacerbated by the slowdown in China uh, and, uh, you know, the worrying signs uh, of economic growth uh, in Europe. Um, so even though the outlook is gloomy, the uh, oil supply remains extremely tight. Um, many OPEC members are having a hard time meeting their uh, quotas for uh, production. Uh, they all seem to have some kind of difficulty in terms of uh, various um, you know, technical issues or problems with infrastructure, you know, in, in, with investment uh, and so on. Uh, so um, the supply is tight, so the OPEC is worried that the, fund, uh, the current price market price doesn't uh, reflect the true picture um, so it's going to be important to see you know what they're actually going to discuss if they will actually um, go ahead and uh, you know consider cutting output at this meeting or it's just going to be uh, sort of maybe setting the conditions that would get them to uh, start uh, discussing it for example if Iran uh, were to reach a nuclear deal uh, with the West uh, but either way I think we're likely to see uh, quite some volatility for oil prices and potentially for uh, oil-linked currencies such as the Canadian dollar. Rafi, thanks so much. And thanks for joining us at XM.com for this weekly outlook. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com.
For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.